And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of First Touch. Today is March 15th. Of course, happy Women's History Month. Women's History Month has been continuing on, of course, as well as, you know, happy First Touch Day as well. Today marks two years since we first aired on this particular channel. Dazarin, Roll Diz, and T-Bates, of course. Gentlemen, what's going on? How we doing? How we doing? It's a good day today. It's always a good day. Always a good day alongside my co-host, you know what I'm saying, my brothers. Um, yeah, I'm chilling. You know, woke up, beautiful morning, beautiful month, and a beautiful day for first touch like always. So I'm having a great day, fantastic start to my morning here alongside my brothers. T-Base, how you doing, baby? I'm always doing well, man. You already know what I'm doing, man. Uh, I want to encourage everybody in the chat to get out and get active. It's time, it's time, it's time. It's that's all I gotta say, cause again, I can get after you good, get your get your day started right. And we're actually talking about it. Um, I'm curious to know how many of y'all don't wake up in time, don't, don't wake up at a proper time. A Wait, proper what's a proper like, time? Because then like, you got people like that, Damar, who wake up at like 11:30 a.m. on the regular and go to bed at like 4 a.m. <laughs> like, do you want to be that? No, you want to be more like true. me and Raul. I mean, See, me and Raul, we get up at 7 and 8 a.m. We start our days off, and we're there to be successful. This is life advice. Really? You start your day off successful. Get the breakfast in. Get your little work on in or just like read a book and improve the intellect and everything else you mm. can end up on this show too that's how that that's all I is that how that works <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it puts you in positions to be successful is that so how we are giving false promises yeah anyways while he's sleeping i'm grinding that's why they call me rich that being said the season has just started rich they call you rich because you're the bandwagon you're defrauding you're hopping ships left and right yeah nrg wasn't paying enough don't and they talk to doing anybody well. about so then you hopped on gen g okay? flip-flopping bases never flipped i'm 100 og i'll never move nowhere you always lie like that lie what's the lie at what have i flipped no nah, there's you no lie he just, got, he just got 10 teams yeah, he's got like 10 teams. He flipped on CRL. Yeah, Columbia on first touch when we did the early predictions. And then he goes uh -oh. on the CRL show and says, I got Northwood winning the whole thing. Uh -oh. Like, come on, baby. You're not talking about whoa, nobody whoa, flipping. Whoa, 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 Columbia had a roster change. A ro really? A roster <laughs> Yeah, it, it was teammates. <laughs> Listen, you're talking about flip-flopping. These are the only flip-flops I got right here. That's right. My God, bro, this Big is the brand GG. promotion, bro. Nah, this he's brand, brand promoted <laughs> like crazy. That's what I'm saying, bro. I got. That's they, pay him that, they pay him all that money. That's My why. Toe is hey, comfortable. hey, listen. You see the shirt? Hey, when we make that greatest plastic pl pl plastic oh, goat list of all time, <laughs> number one is gonna be Dazrin. Number two is gonna be Jorvin. <laughs> what the heck? Base, <laughs> stop. And you know who? Oh, Rose actually a high up there too. Cause we Rose. Well, Rose always loved first killer, but yeah. Um, I've never switched. Yeah, yeah, I guess you never switch on first killer. You've always loved them. And you love them so much, they gave you a coaching position. Congratulations. See, that's another way you can be successful. Love somebody so much that they just really know that you adore them, and they'll give you a spot. Let me get, let oh, me yeah, that, that, and, that, and that's why phases. Okay, never mind. I mean, I'm not going to get into it. That was last week. I need someone to love me like Roll Diz loves first killer. That, that's all I know, <laughs> because that's some undying loyalty. It's never faltering anytime soon, no matter what happens. <laughs> it's thicker than blood. Okay, but like I was saying, Season 10 has started. If you haven't been playing, what are you doing? Just check out the Season 10 trailer.
time to unwind says season 10 well for me it's time to go to work because we got the major coming up soon but not only is the major coming up soon there's also some things that are happening WrestleMania is already getting started and to talk about a little bit of things that have been going on in WrestleMania, as well as also coming in to just share her thoughts is the talented on the field off the field she could cash she could play at a high level we're bringing in karma here to talk about this today karma welcome to the show it's so lovely to have you here hi guys thanks for having me happy to be here of course of course of course base what you feel like you got something to say what's up oh i got something to say we got we got we got a we got a we got a rock league gold on the screen right now yeah that's all it's all like why, why'd you make that face it's a combination of a lot of things not just on the pitch or off the pitch floor you know what i'm saying and then you want you one of the most intelligent people in the game when it comes to it uh you host a great show i've been on that show it was amazing you crow space man and yeah i just really i really i really hope you're ready for the next this next hour and a half because oh it gets a little spicy in here especially when you're going up against yours truly that's all i gotta say but i think i think i think you'll be able to hold up hold up against me I hope I can give the people what they want. I'm ready for the smoke. I love what you guys bring to the show and the energy and the passion. I hope I can match it. I'm going to try my best. Uh, I'm just excited to talk Rocket League. That's right. Let's, let's, let's talk some Rocket League. Let's get into the nitty gritty right now. Shift reports that version one is in potential talks to acquire Daniel. If you've seen the Shift tweet, again, like we said, uh, V1 in talks with SSG to potentially have Daniel join in place of Torment is the big news here uh, the question for the group is is this a change v1 needs to be on par with phase of Genji? we know last uh trade window version one had a little bit of those talks in as well with uh ssg towards the end but also the big news was them trying to port over rise in place of calm looks like calm staying on the team now uh and it'll be torment who makes that shift out uh at least according to where the rumor is right now but of course i want to go around and get our thoughts on it uh, i want to start with karma oh man right off the gate okay <clears throat> so my <laughs> first question to v1 would be i don't really understand what's going on here i'm not gonna lie because uh. a split ago you wanted to replace calm last second which i don't even want to that confused me as a former player that's frustrating right like last second you're on vacation you're chilling the replacements coming through you're like frustrated then you're like oh wait no come back come back to the team we want you back okay i'm back and then of course they had the split that they had which was i'm sure frustrating for all players involved because all of them just want to succeed and do well when you have that roster move last second it probably throws a wrench into things it's really difficult so i feel for torment in this situation um because he kind of is getting i guess the bad end of the stick um in the rumor that he's the one being replaced on the flip side, uh, I think Daniel, if you're Daniel in this situation, uh, your eyes have to be lighting up because you're playing with someone that you love to play these two turns with. He's this mechanical monster. And, um, you know, that's also comes with a lot of pressure for him, right? I mean, if he ends up going to be one, there's going to be huge expectations like FaZe on this team. I think there's huge expectations, uh, yeah, in general, especially with this combination of Dan and Beast Mode. We've seen all the hype. We've seen everything. But what I think has happened is they've been listening to us. Whether it's the org, the players, everybody. They've yeah. been listening. They've been listening. We had Calm almost going out. We're like, why is Calm going out? He's the face of this this organization. He, he He's the guy that, like, when you think of V1 at Lands, you think of Calm 
getting booed by the crowd you think of Khan putting on them dark sunglasses he he's the villain he he's the guy that that will trash talk everybody he 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 gets in everybody's head why is Khan the one being replaced here and then you look at the playstyle meshes dan is a third man at, at, like dan is the, the backbone of a team so it wouldn't make sense for dan to join this team with torment who also plays the same type of similar gameplay as daniel uh on this roster so i think they have been listening a little bit to us uh, and this is exactly why this big switch is happening but it doesn't make sense to me um what doesn't make sense to me is is the transition switch and how calm genuinely will feel about it uh, maybe he's happy to just retain the spot and be able to play with these two fantastic young guns where he could still be a leader role in the leader role on this fantastic org or uh is he still feeling some sort of way that they almost booted him Torment has been with version one for about two and a half years. And after a lot of people thought that uh, with Rise coming in, a swap out for Com, now it's Daniel for Torment. It's a big play style change here, Bates. If this deal were to go through. Yeah, it's a big play style change, all right. Mm. It'd be massive for them. I don't know how they go about that. There's been there's been a, there's been a couple of good points that have been made so far. Karma, Karma, I mean Karma started right off the bat with the fact that the question is what V one, what you doing? <laughs> what you trying to pull? What you trying to pull over? All kind of touching on this wheel, where it doesn't seem like you know what you're doing. Do you really know what you're doing, V one? Do you know what you want? That's the question. Yeah, <laughs> it, se it seems that you might not know what you want. It might you might not know what you need either. Because you tried to get rid of calm, try to get rid of heart and soul, and all of a sudden, then you move on. You play a split. Now you're trying. Now the reports are speculative. Speculative. I'm not saying alert. Speculative. Speculation. <laughs> and that, that, and that you're trying to potentially replace top right Tommy now with Daniel. It's just like, it's either they really don't know what they want, or they really do know what they want. And they won't know what they want is they're playing up getting rid of calm and <laughs> eventually <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 that maybe maybe that's the move down down the road maybe they're one step ahead maybe they know they add daniel then after that if Faye starts doing bad they'll take first kill off her old hands maybe maybe maybe, maybe that's what's going Not on stop or it or something something on no, those type of lines stop it. because it's got a point. i mean v1's got the v1's got the vikings money the face of the vikings money i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> So, so I don't think there's much you can do. But V1 comes knocking with that check, with that check roll. I'm sorry. Now, I, just, I, 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 I think you just got. I think the organization signs on the dotted line. Plants. Well, listen, now, listen, listen. You're, claim, you're claiming that people money. are listening to this show. I'm just giving people the knowledge that they need to hear. I um, told you they've been listening to us. I don't need them to listen to this part, bro. Oh, well, well, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's too late, Ron, because they have been it's listening. They was listening when Stumpy was on here talking about, I think Daniel Beast Mode and First Killer would be the greatest team of all time. That's I it. love yeah. that. Like, yeah, he, no. They was listening and they said, you know what? I think he has a point. Let's check the buyouts. Hmm. What's, the, what's the economy looking like? Because we got, we got infinite money. So what's the economy? Okay, y'all need money? Okay, let's talk about this. Daniel on the table. And it seems like he is on the table right now because, uh, remember, wait, let me, stop me if I'm going ahead of myself. Uh, actually, I am going ahead of myself, so I'm, I'm going to slow it down. We'll get into SSG doing uh, reports on trials a little bit later. But just kind of focusing back in on this. Uh, well, none of us it, really answered the question. 
Is this a change V1 needs to be on par with FaZe and GG? I don't know. I mean, Raul says Dan is, is a, a third man kind of deal. Or, like, that's that's where he plays. I I guess my question would be kind of confident in on that. Because for me, I, when I initially looked at it, I felt like you would keep Torment there. Because Torment is used to having people always in front. So he can navigate that space better. But if but for whatever reason, like, Calm is there. Maybe I, there's something I just don't know. I think Calm is still solid. I think he can still, like, like he'll fit in there. But it feels like V1, at least for if this deal went through, like they would need a couple of, they would need some time to create a play style that fits all of them. Because it's only a certain amount of boost on the field for Dana and Beast Mode to share. So. I think if you have Calm going in as that like demo slash aggressive play type, then you have Beast Mode following him up to be the shooter and, you know, that mechanical playmaker. To let Daniel be the third man and take the time and really use his mechanics with his boost and his spacing and like utilize his teammates that way to open up the field. If that's B1 strategy, I could see that kind of working for sure. The question to me is, you know, Daniel has played this role on Space Station with, you know, in my opinion, a really talented roster and they've mm -hmm. struggled to get over the top. So mm -hmm. I thought that maybe going to B1 would Dan would like, because he's super versatile. I think he can do anything you ask him to. He's that good, right? Uh, so I don't know if the third man role is his best role. I do think that he's comfortable playing with it right now. But so far, they've struggled to get like over that hump. And I just wonder if V1 might run into the similar issues. And I'm just hoping not um, because I want both of these players to succeed. I think they're both so talented. And together, they have so much potential. Um, it's just about like tying a ribbon on it and, and getting the right roster at that point. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. Because the SSG of the SSG and the SSG roster currently, as currently constructed, in comparison to the reported potential V1 roster, out there are just in talks right now. There's been no movement the last time that, for the most we know. Arsenal calm. LJ is the beast mode. Beast mode's better than LJ. And and, the, and mm -hmm. then Daniel Daniel being that third spot, just like Karma said, that hasn't necessarily worked out. So why would you want Daniel to try to slot him into that third role that yeah. he hasn't necessarily been as dominant as he should be? Because that one, two, three, that style the NA plays majority of the time hasn't doesn't really work out when you're not the best of the best squads. And they might have all the potential, all the promise in the world, but I mean, yep. you already see that formula in SSG, and it's not working for Daniel. So I think Daniel might need a potentially different role, or he won't have to. Fight Coach Burner would have to. Inst implement a completely different way of approaching the game more like a one attack two two in the back and everybody just rotate back in rather than a uh, one two three traditional style to answer the question though this question is disrespectful because the way daniel and beast mode might be on the same team and you're automatically just skipping over g2 and you're putting phase and then g it's phase gen g and g2 are they on Bro, par with phase you keep putting g2 in this conversation no I, I mean that's just the facts of the matter those are the top three that's the grim that looks grim in, in an a am i wrong and complexity, and complexity <laughs> balls out of land too. That's another team you got. You got to take into account. <laughs> what we have, what they have in that question is two teams that have won a regional. Mm. Congratulations, you want to? There's not three. It, like if G two would have won, maybe G two would be on the question. When was the last time G two won a regional? Last year. Tell me, baby. Last winter. That's, no, it was spring. It was, it was last last spring. spring. That, yeah, but regardless, last though, spring. 
Yeah, listen, you're talking a whole bunch about FaZe. It'll be an absolute shame if you end up bombing out. Bom oh, my goodness. Bom bombing out of San Diego. That'd be, that'd be poor. Then it'd just be Gen G again. Or maybe it'd be G2 because they might win. But the point I'm saying is, <laughs> when you put both of these two players on the same roster, you're not trying to be on par with FaZe and Gen G. When you put Daniel and Beast on the same team, you're trying to be the best team. The best. You don't want to be on par with nobody. You want to be the best mm. team in NA. So that's really with the question. And I'm be honest, them two... Plus a plus a tournament or a com, on paper, I'm not automatically vaulting them above Vase. I'm not automatically vaulting them above Genji, and I'm not automatically vaulting them over G2 and Complexity. I think they're just in that range now. I think it's all about the game plan. And so, if I'm V1, if 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 I'm V1, I think I would temper the expectations a little bit. I'm, I'm not just not just because ideally, when you make the move, you think they're gonna be better than everybody else, but. I don't think they're just naturally going to be better, better than everybody else. I think you need to have, like, first kill on the squad, that Beast Mode Dan first kill team, just to automatically say we're just better than everybody and we're going to win. Mm. I, think a lot, I think a lot of it comes into the play styles and your game plan as a team. Like, we've gone over these iterations of rosters that are extremely selfish and they can't work as a team, so they all, they always have this high floor, but they can't surpass a certain level they can't be this dominant team we see on paper where like yo they should win everything but they don't win anything and they're always but but the skill takes them a long way this could be one of those rosters where the skill is going to take them they will be a a top four team just based off individual talents because they are that good but if they don't mesh well as a team as a complete package they might only th they might be the next day they, they might be v4 <laughs> they might be the next one. <laughs> it's oh, sitting he's at, trying it's to throw the fourth four place thing spot. as fourth killer for so long. Now he's oh. trying to throw the four down to other people because FaZe is finally winning. If FaZe moves to first or second killer hey, now. Hey, somebody got to take the spot. That's all I'm saying. Oh, now yeah, he's just You made it seem like you left the spot. You ain't leave it like well, that. Yeah, like, listen, first clan. Twice. You won a couple times, bro. Congratulations. This oh, you, my you goodness. Look at y'all, man. Hating, hating. I'm not hating. He made sounds jealous, Roll. This is all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's I'm got to he's got to defend G two while Phase is just dumping out. It's a little tough no, out here. No, listen, I respect. I don't blame phase. him. I don't blame him. I'm like Phase's second fan behind Raul. No, you not. No, <laughs> yes, I, yes, yes, I, yes, I am. But I'm just here to be realistic. Y'all you, you don't lose that fourth. Y'all lose that fourth clan. That fourth clan just off just because you got first couple times on the regionals. Let's see what you do to the major. At the major, then we can reevaluate whether your fourth clan's still or not. You I might bet. get fourth again. And if yeah. you get fourth again, what, what's that mean? <laughs> You're still fourth playing, so nothing changed. So we're gonna see what you do with the major, then, buddy. Oh man, I can't wait till y'all make a series. <laughs> Everybody gonna be watching that series. Are they gonna do it? Nah, cause I remember, I remember T Base talking about Let's see if you match up against G two in the finals, and we did that. And what happened? Yeah, drink your water. Drink you your water. G two in the finals. Yep, we did that. What happened? Drink uh, your water. You won that big. You, you won the big game three. Game three swings mm. out of the way. G two wins. Y'all won the big game game three. You can ask that. I was in the green room. I was in the green room saying whoever wins game three wins the series. Y'all won game three, y'all won. Same one playing. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Great let's, teams. So we, we've kind of talked about the change, but let's talk about where V1, I mean, we're, we're already kind of getting into it, like where V1 will rank with Daniel. People are saying, is this the super team the world needs? Is this the team that, of course, probably not in its iteration right now. I'm, I'm sure everyone's going to talk about like first killer being uh, involved here. But uh, <laughs> what do what do you think about this karma? Is this a super team the world needs? I think it's a super team NA needs. 
Um, I'm deeply concerned about NA's playstyle apart from the top three or four at this point. Um, oh. I so I think that just to, like up the NA gameplay, up the NA style, like up the level of competition, maybe um, make people take a second look at the playstyles. I just think that the other than the top four, um, you know, I, I'm worried for NA. And I think that if you add more of these rosters with a lot of mechanical talent, um, kind of like EU is, and you manage that and coach it like Raul is doing, um, you know, I think that you have potential to not only up all of the competition, but NA and like lift the region up as a whole. Um, so I think, yes, I, I do think that the world, um, I don't know if need is the right word, but I think NA needs it. I don't know about globally. I think EU is doing pretty good myself. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. NA worries me. NA worries you. We can get into that in a second. Yeah. To, to answer the needs question, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they need anything. I don't think NA needs anything. I also don't think it's a super team. I think this team is very... It's going to be very reminiscent. I already mentioned SSG, but then across the pond, there's going to be another team with another stud player who's about to join another great player. Vitality, we all know his name. They already got a GOAT 54, out 54 in the squad, and now they're adding Zen. GOAT 54 Zin. is crazy. And now, they're add, now, they're, now they're adding Zen, which is very, it's gonna be very analogous to a Beast Mode Daniel situation. And then you're gonna have the solid third, whoever that may be. You got two superstars with a, with a solid third. A lot of teams don't have two superstars in this day, but we have seen that the two superstars plus solid third combo does end up winning world championships. You got NRG. People are going to claim they're all superstars. I say wrong. They had two superstars and one of the greatest players of all time. Is he a superstar? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you, you, can make, you, 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 you can make an argument on that. Season 7, season seven Vitality, you had two superstars and a really great player. And Scrub, K-Dot, plus Fairy. I don't think Fairy was on the same level as them in 3v3. 1v1 and 2v2, everything else in between, add all three game modes. He's just the greatest, though. But in threes, I think that Scrub, Scrub and K-Dub have Fairy a little bit better. Season six, once again, you had two superstars plus a really great player in tournament. I think giving a, giving a squisher two superstars. And in top right, Tommy played his best land he's ever played. He was already an all-time great player. He upped Didn't he get MVP for that? He won a MVP team. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, well, 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 we can get into that discourse. I do believe Gaming was the MVP. But regardless, regardless, <laughs> regardless of that, regardless, regardless of that, top right, Tommy's one of the a great, a great player. A great player. He was, I think, I think unarguable, unarguable the third best player on the team for majority majority of the season, majority of them being together. And then at land, he upped his ante. He upped it to all-time great. He was clutch, and he ended up getting his MVP. You could make the argument for him. That's why he got it, and that's why. So I think that form left two great superstars plus a really, plus a really great player that's like uh, wins championships. So I think that I think this Beast Mode Daniel team could do some damage. If I were to rank them initially just all based off of uh, when they form, off of skill and not anything else, I'd rank them. I'd rank them probably number one. They're probably number one just off of skill. That's just the max. That's false. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. I was like, Phase Man definitely finna say something about this one. Yeah, you can't, you can't look at both rosters and say that they're better. What? Individual what talented. What individual mean? talents. You can't. Wait, what am I looking at? He's talking about new Yeah. You got two two players. I have I have all three. Uh oh. 
He said, I got all the, okay, I I got all the stones. You, I get it. You think you have all the stones, but you don't. If you had all the stones, you win every single time you walked into the pitch. Now we're molding. That. We got to okay. mold the stones. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, no. I get it. Fade has been winning. You're feeling good about yourself. You based it off individual talents, though. Yeah, that's what that's what talents. I'm saying. You said you said it's not on what they what you think they could they could perform on, but on paper, individual talent. Yeah. They're number one. Yeah. Like, you only have two like, players. Like, well, they have a third player. Common told me, but are still great. So I mean, they're still a great player. Okay. I I mean, you they're gonna be one. They're gonna, gonna, gonna be gonna like win. one or two. Yeah, I, I'd say they they could be two. Two is fine. The experience and accomplishment. I think you have to lean phase <laughs> on that one. Okay, well, I'm talking about just like bit. when they form. When they form, like what are your expectations? When Beast Mode Daniel form, everybody's gonna expect them to be number one. I think that's unfair as well. I'm not expecting them to be number one. That yeah, me either. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not expecting number one. I understand how Rocket League works. But I'm saying when they form, you expect them to be number one. Oh, if you're a version one fan, you're like, yes, we no, did if it. If you're just a Rocket League fan, you think you're just gonna win. Okay, you just got Beast Mode Daniel. Uh, I guess, but yeah, yeah. So I got a question. Like, so if it was Beast Mode and First Killer, would you, everybody be expected to be number one? Depends on I, the Off the gate? Is. Yeah, it depends on the third. I act like the third's a scrub. It's not about that. It's, it's not. It's about when you go against top teams, you have to have a definitely like, fl like the team has to be in sync. If there's any reason for it to not be in sync, then it's not going to work. Like right. Rocket League top level is good. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question for all y'all. Cause see, I got three brilliant Rocket League minds, but I don't think y'all are thinking this through. So where is Beast Mode ranked in A? There's only one answer. Uh, <laughs> top three. Top, 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 top three. three. Yeah, yeah. Top three. There you go. Top three. Yeah. You know who's out there with? Atomic and First Killer. Now where's Daniel? Right? Atomic. Wait, wait, Atomic not top three in A? I don't know if Atomic's top three right now. Over Sipical right now? See, babe. Yeah, Atomic's definitely top three. What? Sipical's playing Over Jack? Star. Congratulations. Over Jack? Jack? Yes. Does, does it look like I'm missing my words? What the heck? Okay, now where's Daniel right now? <laughs> I would say individually talented, right? There's a there's a reason why these three players are some some of the most hyped up that want to be the most super team. Like you, you want these three players on the super team because they're the best three players Wait, in so our region. Wait, so where's Daniel ranked? He's probably top five, bro. Yeah. If not, okay. he's top three. So I got yeah. a top three. I got you. Oh, you said arguably top three. So I got two arguably top three players in a on the same roster. What NA team has that? If, if what other NA team has that? None. But Gen.G is literally proof you don't need that. Okay, that's great. Gen.G, that's why Gen.G is a great team. Now, if now, now I got two of the two of the top five. I'm gonna say top five. Two of the top five players in a. No other team has that. This making an argument that no other team has like a bona fide two top ten players in the same region. So in a. So like if you really break down the players. So I'll say like phase maybe. So when you do when you do when you do that. And maybe G two, when you when you when you when you do when, when you do that math, when you do that math, and then I add top right Tommy or I add Calm to to a world champion, a world champion MVP, and then on top of that, or I have one of the one of the best land players in the game. What do you mean they want to be ranked number one? Because there's a lot more to Rocket League at a high level than just talent on the field. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
I'm talking about just formation. What 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 is the word? Quickly on paper. What is, what is the word I'm looking for? It's not perspective. Expectation. There it is. And you're looking for expectations. It's like when KD joined the Warriors. Where were the Warriors ranked? Oh, if, I, if I'm going purely off expectation. Number one. That's the point I'm making. But where would B1 rank I'd with say, Daniel? Where's the expectation? The expectation's top two. And no, it's number one. For version mm -hmm. one, it's number one. For if you're V1, you're number you're you're ranking this you don't team make this one. move and think that you're gonna be number yeah. two. No, for V one, it's definitely a number one. Like they're, they're doing this number stone. one. No, I don't not. even. I think it's a, a stepping stone. A stepping stone for what? It's like a huge stepping stone for so, so that they can build that super team. You you guys hinted at it earlier. You're so, like trying to get you trying to get the poach off FK. Yeah, so they can take your play. <laughs> exactly. See, look, it's a stepping stone so that they can build that team that is expected to dominate the world. I mean, no, I said number one in A. I didn't say number one world. And then there's also a difference between number one in A, number one world, and then just domination in general. Like, I'm like I'm just way better than even number one world. That means you might as well not even show up to land. Come and win. <laughs> that, that's that's a different level of greatness. Mm. I'd say top two. But you you're, say yeah, definitely you're number biased, one. Though. You're biased, though. See me, I'm unbiased in the situation. That's okay. why I can. That, that's why I can. Yeah, that's why you always put. I, I, I listen G2 to Carmen Dash. You're 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 biased. I listen to Carmen Dash. Okay. Go ahead, listen. go ahead. Wait, G2. no, he's bought off too by Gen G. Carmen, you're the only person I need to listen to here. What the heck? Carmen, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm the unsponsored one. Um, yeah, I, I just think I don't know for expectations. I think for sure you'll get to that number one. That expectation in long term, you you're gonna be you know number one, top two. But for right now, with the move they're making right now, I don't think they're currently expecting to instantly shoot up to number one with this move. I think I, I kind of side with you guys where it might be a stepping stone or just seeing how, in this instance, Calm interacts with, you know, those two players. Calm could be the perfect fit, um, you know, and I think he deserves that opportunity. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think expecting this team to be insane out of the gate is, along with all the pressure, it's just a lot to expect. Yeah. Um, from two players who uh, haven't won a major um, yet or, you know, have been in that, like, super pressure situation and, and you know they can perform. This is like a potential team we're talking about with players that have huge amounts of potential that haven't quite got to the level they want. And now they're combining forces to hopefully elevate each other and get to, you know, the spot they want to be. Is this a world title move for right now? Don't you don't think it's a world title move? Like, wait, is wait, 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 wait. I, want to, I wanted to piggyback off this. I, I, want to, I want to go after her. I want to go after her. So, she made a great point about after, expectations after the gate uh, versus the long-term move. If, I, if I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, do I see V1 at number one at the end of the spring split? Probably yes. Uh, at regional one, I'm thinking, I'd say top eight. And anything past that would be them overperforming to me. Uh... Then it just means they mesh really quickly because I, I expect that I expect them to need that adjustment. Wait. Oh yeah, that's okay, but not, nobody's talking about just like off the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The but actual regional, we're talking about expectation. Like after you make this move, where would you rank them by the time this, like the spring major happens? Right, I would expect them number one. Yes. Okay. I feel like they would they would figure that out by then, and then they would be they would be taking things by storm. New team, everything like that. They should be Listen. best team in NA by the end of the split. Listen. Two superstar plus one great player. It just won the last world championship. Give me Seiko. Give me Monkey Moon. Two superstars. Give me all. Give me. Give me a great player like a Draymond Green, give me, a, a, aka Extra. I win championships.
That's all I gotta say. It, it, it doesn't it's, work out in the long But the problem, term, the problem it is, you win championships. That's what the last well, five they should have made the move later then. What do you mean? Go ahead, go ahead, Demar. The problem is, is that they messed up in this last trade window because yeah, Com was right, and he's still on the team. And let's be real here. Com on a team with Beast Mode and Daniel. If version one does not do well with that team, all eyes are going to be directly on Com. It'll be the first one on the chopping block. I mean, so, it, it, yeah, it's anybody in that position. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he has to play knowing that. It's like all these jokes we make about vitality, knowing Zen's coming in. Like, oh, they're playing for the spot. Except instead, instead of two people, it's one person. And you know it's just a ticking time bomb until that thing blows up. And then, boom, the swap is made and all that other stuff happens. So... I mean, give credit to Com. Like that's a crazy role to play in, and you know, hopefully he can be able to like manage that space well. But th those are like the kind of parameters I would expect going in. I think if V one V one either is going to be great out the gate or it's going to be kind of like a placeholder until they can make that extra move. Covered yeah, all my your bases. Huh? Yeah, I was, I was going to say my biggest thing with that is is you, you're spot on. Com is the uh, Com is the question mark. It's all on Com and. The respect that uh, Beast and Dan will obtain for him as a player. If they don't have the respect, then they're always going to look at him to be a replacement, and then he can't perform to the level he needs to perform at for this team to be as successful as the expectation of number one team in North America. It's all on calm. He's in a really rough spot. I mean, yeah. with what happened this split, and then you're going into the next split following this one with kind of the same thing happening, you know, yeah. with all this extra pressure. Um you know, that's like six to seven months of your career being uh, like on edge, which is not easy as a pro. Uh, a it is it is extremely stressful. Yeah. So we'll, we'll monitor that situation as it continues on. But there's two sides to this coin. And the other side is Space Station Gaming. Uh, as we move on to our roster mania topic. Arsenal and LJ could be potentially LF1. Space Station, Shift reported Space Station is seeking options to replace Daniel. Uh, at the moment, uh, Cheese from Knights and Hoxer from Ghost Gaming have been in the running. Oh boy, uh, to see, you know, exactly who could be a fit there in case of a potential change. Uh, Shift reporting on this. <clears throat> kind of gives a little bit more weight to the situation of how realistic it may be for version one in place of uh or daniel going to version one uh but that being said this is going to be uh as you have shoes to fill and at this point it's not looking like it's going to be a one-to-one -one trade with daniel and torment so what are ssg going to do Pick uh, boxer. yeah simple and plain just the only option only option I see in my eyes. Best player, yeah. be best player available if you can get him. You don't see Cheese being a viable option? For, for what? For the now? Cheese, like cheese, yeah, Cheese over Hawks. You don't see Cheese being a viable option at all? For what? To win for the now? third. That... To make the major in the spring? Yeah. No. No. Ooh, that's cold, D-Base. Why? What's wrong right. with Cheese? Yeah, she's a good, she's a good player, but she, you don't. Uh, cheese is a good player, but unless you're a prodigy like S player, you don't just hop on a team with at the, those type of expectations. S and G's in a win now mentality. They're in a we finish, 
we've made the world championship. We've been the majority of the majors. I think they've been every major outside this one that that they just missed out on. We want to make the major now. We don't want to go and develop a player. You gotta see if cheese can get developed. You got you got yard. I mean, you then you got Hoxer. EU nine, EU nine, and I mean, I know that was a long time ago. I mean, that was a long time ago. Raul was still, was still out there playing. on the sticks. I was still playing. <laughs> uh, Raul was out there on the sticks, but I mean, still standing around. Best player on Ghost. You saw what Ghost did against Furia in the last regional. Hoxer was popping off, hitting corner reads, double touches, making the right plays. I don't know what his mental is, all that, but you know, on the pitch, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. And you also know that Hoxer hasn't played with a player player like LJ. You never, he hasn't played like a play, player with Arson, like Arson. And if that ends up meshing out, Coach Chrome with somebody in the background coaching him up. That could be a, a potential roster change that keeps you still afloat in an A, or even make, allows you to elevate. With Cheese, mm. I mean, that, that, that's a move for the future. You pick up Cheese, you're basically saying, we're okay with not making a major because, I mean, you don't know what Cheese is going to do when he's on a top, top team like that. And I'll be honest, I don't think I've seen enough out of Cheese. There's the whole entire split just watching them, where it's just like, I know you could be on the top four, top five team in, in, in A. And produce at that highest level, so I think it's one option. What about uh, either picking up someone like with young talent, like two piece, or maybe even going back to the optic thing and seeing if they could get AJ. I, I don't know if uh, I don't know. Let's see, my thing with uh, grabbing someone like AJ specifically is, I think LJ is his best when he is kind of. The forefront of a team and i think daniel was taking that spot um uh, i think teams need a team needs to play for lj a little bit more like lj needs a little bit more touches and adding aj to that i think they would clash a lot a lot a lot <laughs> I, I don't know if they can mess well together uh my thing with um cheese specifically is going back to it a chronic was a player that didn't really have that big of a resume and a lot of people doubted him and he ends up on this gen g squad who actually plays for him and got him comfortable. And now look at Chronic. He's arguably a top, I, I don't know, top 10. I'll just say top 10. You could put him anywhere in top 10 right now, specifically for the individual talent he is. But we go to Cheese. You could take a chance on Cheese for the potential. Uh, he could just pop out the gates. He plays well on PK. Uh, he, has a, he has a lot of potential. He's grinding. He's young. Um, it's, it's the same thing with like someone like a two-piece that Daz just mentioned. But... Going to Hoxer, I'm a little bit biased towards Hoxer because uh, obviously former teammate, I think Hoxer's never really, he's always had the potential. He's been a consistent, great player. He has the grind set, great teammate. Uh, but this is all bias coming from me. Obviously, you're going to say it's bias. I think Hoxer's a fantastic teammate and he's never really had that chance. He was about to get picked up by Cloud9, the squishy gimmick. It would have been squishy gimmick Hoxer. Uh, <laughs> going after, that, that team could have did dangerous things but he never really got that chance i think hoxer could be a, a fantastic pickup for these two but yeah i i don't see why not cheese in my opinion either yeah i'm with i'm with world is i really like hoxer as an option as well that that veteran presence as well as um you know his ability to elevate with the team as well i think he's an awesome player i think cheese is also really good but unfortunately i no hot takes i agree with teammates I, I do think it is a future move like you're you're building a roster with lj and cheese moving forward and that's kind of your your cornerstone um if, if you go with that move but i'm gonna throw the player that um is that you guys haven't said yet is aqua which i don't even know if he is available to move 
from the Koi roster, but I know that he has, I've seen him, he used to play with Arsenal all the time in, in his videos and all the stuff. And I think that they have like a good relationship. So I think Aqua from Koi is also someone who is kind of flown under the radar. That Koi roster has a lot of talent on it, I think. And they haven't quite performed to the level they're at. And a player like Aqua, I could see as someone maybe SSG targeting if they're in that uncomfortable situation, you kind of usually lean towards comfort and Aqua might be a more comfortable thing to go for with the relationship there. Yeah. Aqua. Uh, yeah. I put Aqua above cheese yeah. there too. Yeah. I don't know. Show. I'm just moving cheese down. You got, you got to earn your stripes. You got to earn your stripes out here, man. It's got, it's got more players, a little more cash, a little more experience. And I've seen them do it at the highest level a little bit longer. By SSG. That's why I got taken into account. Mm. Well, we're talking about SSG, but what other teams do we think need to make a move during the transfer window? Because, again, we got teams, this is a round-the-world conversation as well. BDS, NRG, both teams that have missed out uh, on Rotterdam and San Diego. They haven't made it to Atlanta yet. This is There's a lot of room here. You know, I was mentioning teams like Optic. We, we went through Optic, Shopify, Koi. Uh, these are other teams that, in their own rosters, are able to make a move here during the trade window. So now it's time to, to kind of get into the nitty gritty to figure out which one needs. Okay, let's start with let's start with NRG. Not even a question. No. Oh. What? <laughs> Base says Wait, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. You still don't think they need a roster move? What are you gonna do? Move somebody. Somebody's gotta go at this point. It's it's done. It's done. Yeah, unless you go pick up Daniel or Beast Mode or First Killer, you don't make a move in your NRG. Ah, it's done. I'd rather take a chance on, on a young gun Ooh. at this point with NRG. It's better than what are they doing right now? They're, they're, they're you can closely make it work. They, how, what have they been doing for the last year? Figuring out if they can make it work. That's not true. That Every single time <laughs> we see NRG against a top team, they they almost have it. It's been this way for a year and a half. You're done. Oh gosh. Dude. You were saying that they needed to make a move after they didn't do well. At, the dad's left. At they, he's, he was patient. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a. We already discussed him. He's the a the bandwagon. He's the hopper, and he. Nah, he was bro. patient, bro. Like, he was like, patient. He could only take so clearly, much. Clearly, this dude just only cares about the money. Him. He's a fake fan. So what are you talking the, about? the NRG fans are still there. That's why they're still all watching Mission Control. They're, because they love NRG fans control. are starting to get mad. No, nah, NRG. They're fans getting are sick of it now. Not exactly, but who you who do you add if it's not one of the best three people? You gonna right, take a topic off of G two? You grab a young gun. Go grab a Ooh. young gun. Take Jan, a chance. Jan. Ooh. I have the Take answer. a chance. Jan. Ooh. Give me an answer. Give me an answer. Who? Jan from Furia. You can't. There's a language barrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yan. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but you know, Jan can learn. I got it. You take it. You. Like, I think he could nah. do that. I'm sure there's partial. I'm sure Jan speaks partial English. And Justin was trying out for their team, right? Wasn't that I something that already happened? I don't know how it's possible. I don't know if it's supposedly he was. I guess. I don't know. Nobody has confirmation on that. I have no idea. I feel like that was a troll more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Jan wants to be the best in the world. Um, and I, I mm -hmm. think that, you know, that's a team that's struggling. And if Furia let go of Jan, though, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't really know if that's a realistic option. Yeah. But... 
you know, in in the fantasy world, as the I claim to be like energy is one of the biggest energies fans. So as an energy fan, I have to say I'm concerned. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, and uh, I I'm with T Bates. I, I don't know how you make a move right now. Um, exactly. especially when, uh, you know, you guys had that discussion around you know SSG's options, right? And and if they weren't forced to make a move right now, I don't know if they would. Just mm -hmm. because of the pool of players that are available going into a spring split. It's not to do with the players that are available now as talent. They are all talented. It's just that when you get to this point time of the year, yep. it's a move for a championship or not. Like, that's, that's right. it. Simple. And if can NRG make a move right now with a player that's available for a championship? And the answer to me is no. Talk to me, no. The answer is you're unsure. The answer is you're unsure. Unless it's Daniel. No, unless it's a top three player in the game, they can't add him. Unless they can get Beast Mode or Daniel or First Killer or Atomic, they don't make the move. G2 ain't going to go of Atomic. Beast Mode going to be on V1. First Killer ain't leaving phase. So the answer is Daniel. V1 is going to go for Daniel, which means NRG don't go for anybody. Because no point. You, for NRG, if you're an NRG fan here, I'm going to lay out the roadmap of how you need to view your team. This is your team's make or break split. This is in, this might be either NRG's last hurrah together, or it's going to be a dawn of a new age. If they ball out this split, they'll stick. They'll stick because they're the, still the biggest team in Rocket League. They still have all three of – they still have three – they still have the biggest content pro creator, whatever you want to call Squish. He's still the biggest, by far. Then you got Justin and Garrett. Two all, you got three all-time greats. They're always going to be the number one fan base. That's just the facts of the matter because their fan base is too big. The players are too popular. If they figure it out this split, because they've been close in a lot of series. If they figure it out, getting over hump, getting a little more W's, they'll stay together because that's just good for Rockley. If it doesn't end up happening, then you go part, part, part ways at the conclusion of the split. Then it worked out. We fell off a little bit. Time to go a different ways. And then you're going to have a bigger pool. Energy's got a bigger pool of players like Cormo was saying. Bigger pool of players, bigger, more options to make a team, a championship contending team. There's nobody out there right now who's available outside of Daniel that can really make it to where NRG could contend for a championship. So I don't think they make the move. This year, I don't think so. Yeah, the, yeah, this year, this year. Like for this year, uh, 22, 23 uh, season. That's the that's the reason I say no, bro. What your thoughts? I think I think you take a <laughs> chance on a kid. Who? Young Gun. She's two piece. No. Take a chance. Take a chance. It doesn't hurt. It, it does doesn't hurt. hurt. It hurts no, how, how does it hurt? That's because next it, season. It hurts the player because now that play, now that play, now that player, they have a leave a team that they might have a little bit of consistency on. Now you got pressure on you. KNRG just made a move. Whoever NRG picks up, there will be expectations on that player that are all, that will almost be insurmountable. That team will be expected to win. You yeah. got rid of Squishy. That team's not expected to win. Yeah, they are. Are they always NRG expected to win making one move? Me, you no, got rid of Squishy. What? That means you want to win. You picked up you... two piece. Two piece better be the truth. Okay, wait. If so, two so piece if I keep Squishy, out, I'm not winning. Huh? No, if I keep Squishy, I'm not winning. Win. That's different, though. That's different, though. How's that different? Because okay, you know, okay, let me keep my roster. You know what I'm saying? Let me keep my roster, and I'm not going to win. I'm going to keep having these close games. You don't know that they're not going to win. Or I could take a chance on a young kid. You act like mold they've been him, out. Mold him. They're not. Okay, but they're not winning. They, they, are, they, 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 they don't win. Swept. 
They, they keep and, and, and who's like, what is that? Is that is that a is that a skill issue or is that a mental, a mental issue? That's a mental problem. They exactly. That. So, so you there. take a fresh mind. You take a fresh mind. Who 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 wants to win? Who's hungry? Who's not washed out? Who's not burnt out? Hungry on the game, playing twos consistently who on the game, putting out? in hours. Squishy is not doing that. He hasn't done it for a long time. There was a day where Squishy would stream every single day. Every single day. He was grinding. Playing twos. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. And you know it. You hop, you hop on NRG. That's the greatest organization in Rocket League history. Wow. The greatest organization in Rocket League history. That means something. You don't just throw a young gun into the fire and say, here, bring me to the promised land and act like there's no expectations there. No, you don't do that. You put the three old dudes together, and if they're gonna if they're gonna crawl to the finish line, they crawl. And then you let them part their ways. You don't put a young gun who's 16 years of age and tell, tell Garrett, 27-year-old, and Justin, 29-year-old, hop on my back, I'll bring you there. You don't Why do not? it to him. Why not? Because Garrett's still hungry. Okay, he might he might be hungry. He might be hungry. That's great. So be hungry for this you... roster right now and finish it. Do it for the fans. <laughs> do it for the culture. Do it for Rocket League. You don't make the switch. You make it afterwards. Because I'm regardless with this roster. Actually, you can just okay, see need, every single know, time. I need to ask like, you a question. I, can't, I, I need to ask you a question. If you add two piece to this team NRG, where they rank? Tell me. I don't know. Are they top five? Are they making a major? Are they making a major? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. It's crazy. Okay, line. who knows means no. So. Okay, Carmen, thank you, Carmen, for answering the question. Thank you, Carmen. I like the honesty. Somebody's dodging me. So the fact that they add two piece and they still are guaranteed to make the major means there's no reason to make the move, Raul. None. If they Simple. were uh, as a former NRG man here, if they honestly should have made the move, it would have been before the season started. It would have been after the world championship, before the season. Because hey. now they have points, and now there's no logical way for them to make a move without them spending an incredible amount of money to buy out a player, which they might not even get, depending on how much money V1 have. So it's just better off for them to just stick with the team at the, at the end of this. Because what are they going to do? Pick up somebody, sign them to a temporary three-month contract, and then let them go? That's, that's even worse. You might as well just play it out and then wait till the speed season be over and then make the moves there where you don't have any limitations. It's just the simple. That's just it. There's none, none, none else, and they know it too. You think NRG wants to be the best team? They want like the organization. I know those people. They want to be so. the number one team like that. So it's just like making. I know Jamie. He's gonna make the right move, but not right. I don't think right now is the time. I think you just wait, just play it out. Maybe the season's done after the spring. You can make the moves there. Maybe it's. After the world championship, if they get in the wild card or something, I don't know. The, but. the thing for the energy for me is that like the the plays are there, they're just not getting finished, yep. and there's not enough of them. Like that's the <laughs> issues. They don't generate hey, yo, enough of the chances, and they don't finish them. And that their goal, their games are all one goal games that go like or two to one for like four minutes, and then it's a four minute overtime, five minute overtime, where energy you're just cycling on defense, and uh, like, like they, they're so close to getting over the top that, you know, I can see why they would want to stick. But at the same time, you know, uh, contractually, it just makes it so difficult. Uh, as an energy fan, it's it's really it's really hard because I want to see them succeed, and I understand the pressure on them and how the fans are. And 
you know, if they say anything, it's on Reddit, it's on Twitter, it's on, it's all over the place. And like that is as someone like as a former player, it just drives me insane to see because I know what they're dealing with. And, and to go out there and play the way they're playing right now, and I know they're all frustrated. So they tried to do the coaching move, right? You know, switch up the coaching. Maybe a new coach coming in here will change things up for us, help us get us over the edge. And I do think that that breathed a little life into them, that they're getting closer. Maybe in the spring split, they could, I could see, like, if they just start burying every single chance that they get, uh, I, I, you know, I can see them going a little farther, making, consistently making the majors. It's a hard argument. Right that now. was the that was the old team that we used to see. They'd get they'd get the same amount of chances. I think they got they get the same amount of chances. They were just consistent before. It takes time and practice, which they're no longer doing. Who made that poll? That poll was terrible. Should NRG <laughs> make a move? It I should be should NRG make a move now, Goofies. Who made that? Oh wait, it was me. Oops. Was <laughs> <he>? <laughs> Did they make a move? Look, yes, Chat. they should. They're that uh, yeah. yeah the, that knows. That knows. Nah, they're sick. Yeah, NRG heard... fans are sick of it, bro. Chad ain't in the system. Rodez hates NRG. You ain't never lied about that. All right. <laughs> I don't hate them. I want them yeah, to succeed, to man. Them. We can't be on NRG forever, dude. I want them to succeed. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that's NRG. Uh, let's let's jump across the pond to the other team. The team BDS. No. The world champions. <laughs> Bates is Damn. saying no. Uh, Bates is saying no again. Yep. Same Are reason. you saying no for the same reason? The same exact yep, reason? The they should just reasons. wait until after the the season and then That's they make right. a move. I don't even know if they should make a roster move after the season's over. To be honest with you, they just won a world championship. I don't know. That was a long time ago now, Bates. It wasn't that long. The game, the game moves quick. Was it like, man. Was it like monkey, six moves? monkey, monkey moves still, monkey moves still top three EU. So say Seiko's falling off a little bit. Extra still really great player in the EU. Seiko, Seiko can't find play his, on this team, bro. Seiko need to find his game. He can. He won a he world. He could. Yeah, he can't. Not no more. Okay, what happened? He forgot how to he forgot how to hit the ball. That's a mental thing, bro. Okay, hey, I think okay. he's trying to he's trying he's trying to impress Monkey Moon. Impress? What does he need yeah. to impress? He won the world championships. Nothing to impress. There's yeah. nothing impress. Well, there, there there it is. That's why that, <laughs> if he if he can't impress him, uh, bro, Monkey, you can tell Monkey Monkey dictates the mentality of that team, bro. Like if Seiko whiffs okay, a ball, it's over. Team. It's over. Yeah, don't whiff. Don't whiff? Yeah, be great. Yeah, the, the, be perfect? So if you're I not mean, perfect one time... It, wait, time out. How many pro players actually whiff in the game? You don't answer that. <clears throat> you also want MVP. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive every pro player is whiffing. Every player game. whiffs, yeah. But I'm saying how many, how many times do people whiff big hits in games? It's very rare. You know that. People always catch that ball. They're going to get so some we, form of contact. So if you whiff the ball, don't whiff. When we argue that Seiko was a top three player in the game... That's right. In the game... That's right. Goes over to BDS, wins a world championship, and now he can't hit the ball. He can't hit the ball. No, 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 no. You're saying you're talking about whiffing. So obviously he's whiffing in the game. No, you said if Monkey Moon's mad because you said Monkey Moon's mad at Seiko for whiffing the ball. That's what you said. So then I said don't whiff. Simple, hit the ball. And BDS is all mental, bro. He's mad. He's mad at. He's mad at more than just whiffing. He's just mad at Seiko in general because Seiko's not playing to the level that he should be playing at, right? But he can't. You can't play at a level when you have a pressure of your own teammate not trusting you to hit things. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they make a roster move. I think they would have to be absolutely catastrophic. If they if they do well in this spring split, still make the major, or get very close to making the major, I don't think they make a roster move after the season's over. I think that's dope. I just don't know what you see that makes you think they're going to make major next split. Oh. Not making it. 
they're just they're mega struggling right now and they're in the same spot as energy huge org former world champ wants to be the best have a roster that was the best now struggling need that top end talent if they're going to replace someone because of the expectations on the org and the players and what, does they have to be the french course? Uh, yeah, they do have to be French. So, <clears throat> so the question becomes. <laughs> oh, that boy killing the water. <laughs> hey, he's he's, he's parched. Why you still got water in there? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no water in there. That was a drip. <laughs> I got water in here, shit. Trust. Okay, we can't see it, bro. Okay. Well, anyways, though, the point, the point, the point, the point being, the only person I think they go for, you go for Out Fifty Four, you go for Zen. Like, if, like for Seiko, like if you get Out Fifty Four, you get a Zen. Like then I can see that. It's the same thing, but like. You can't just you can't find Seiko. Yeah, like if you get Zen on Vitality, we don't know what. No way Zen's leaving Vitality, T Base. After season, you don't know what happens. No shot. Nah. No way. You know you never you never you never know what happens to these players. So like you you have to get like that. It's the same conversation. BDS, you already got the best. You already have the best, basically the best players in the game outside a couple names, especially in the French community. So where you go after that? You don't go mm. anywhere. You won. You you dominate RLCS actually with Mark by eight. Fell off a little. Won a major at Mark by eight. Right. Then you have one bad split, but it seemed like y'all want to get rid of him anyway. So y'all got rid of him. Y'all got rid of him after that major. Added Seiko. Dominated spring. Didn't do well at spring major. Won the world championship. If you had you had a bad fall, you had a bad fall. Winter winter split wasn't that bad for them. Are they still below expectations? They are. If they end up bouncing back in the spring. Making the major or getting close to making the major, which I think they can do. But I think they can do because their skill, talent is there. I think it's all mental for them. I don't think they make a roster change. I don't see the purpose. You just had a bad year, Rocket League. You got soaked that. You got you got soaked that up. And be ready for next year. You would you're if you're BDS, would you be willing to do that, T Base? You just had a bad year. Let's go again. Yeah. What you the organization? The... Go ahead, Roll. I was gonna say you harped on me for for taking a chance on a young gun, but this is the same thing. You're taking a chance on the team bouncing back mentally. Taking a chance? No, it's not because I've seen what they could do. I've, they're they're yeah, you've seen, world You've seen champions. what they can do. What they can do in the past. Can they get back there? Yes, you, you trust like Monkey those players to get how to play Rocket League. No, 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 no. This is not a gameplay. This is not a skill issue. Can he get back there? Yes, he can. Okay, He's world champion. World champion in the modern era of Rocket League, he can get back there. Extra can get back there. Second can get back there. They'll figure it out. I know Bates' answer, but for the other two, do you think BDS will make the world championship this year? No. Which Parma, pains me to say. Karma says no. I didn't. It didn't come through on Discord. Oh, no. Sorry. Raul? They make the world championship. No. Let's see. Try and look up the rankings right now. Yeah, that's where that's where I'm headed next. Team B. I know they're not super. They're ninth high right now ranking. with 34 points. Ninth right now. Quadrant has double their points and is in fifth. So, they would have to. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm speaking. Yeah, they're in ninth. Quadrant is in fifth. 
BDS is at it's all 34 about, it's points. It's all about how the points go. I don't, I, all this point stuff, I'm going to be honest, even, even for me, Chad, yeah, you, you can clip me too. The points confuse me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think that confuse a lot of people, though, every Electric Gibbs. So, like, <laughs> I don't really know how that works. I don't know how the world championship spots work. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to study it. So, what I will say is, what I will say is, I think, the, basically what you're banking on, to make it simple, is if BDS is going to make the major, can they do well at the major? And Correct. I said, yes, I think they can. And I think if they do that, I don't know how the points end up because then, like, it gets all weird because, like, say <laughs> NA dominates in the winter major and then NA dominates again in the spring. They used to have, like, four spots total. So, like, can, can BDS bounce our way to the fourth spot? No. I don't think – I don't even know if that's humanly possible unless they win everything. <laughs> um, yeah. So – but, like, can they get, like, finished, like, fifth or sixth, seventh in EU if EU has that many spots? Yes. So I think it's, the, the question is whether BDS is going to perform well enough to make the spring major and then do well at the spring major. Mm. Would, with Vitality making the move, though, they'd have to leap over them and G1 and German Amigos before they even get to Quadrant or Moist. I think they could do that. If they make the major, it's really? possible. I think they could do that. I think they, I think BDS one of the few teams that's not at this, at, not at this current major that could win the major. That's the, that's the, that has the skill to win the major. A lot of these teams they ain't got the skill for it. It takes a different level of skill to win a major, and BDS is one of those teams that got it. BDS would have to have a storied run, like it would have to be incredible in the spring. It, if they make the major, the questions are answered, right? At least for me. <laughs> I think like, if no, BDS they are do at bad. the major, they, then I'm like, all right, they do they're bad. bad. The major. What happens if they do a bad major? What happens if they make the major? They bow out 13-16. I just lean on world champions. I, I think okay, that, I you know, they're world champions for a reason. They um, are talented. And if they pull it together after the year they've had and have a dominant spring split, so much so that they make the major, for me, I'm expecting them to continue that momentum. Making the worlds is tough because, again, the points. But I think... Questions are answered for me if they make spring major because from what's happened all year, really, yeah. really difficult for me to be like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting them there because I'm not. They haven't, I don't even know if they've made more than, I don't even know if they made a top eight. I know they thought they made one and then they ended up getting kind of unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> they had to get pushed back and then they ended up losing. So they have had, they've had quite an, I don't want to say unlucky, but unfortunate run. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, we'll move away from BDS and, and hit on some other teams because, you know, it's a lot of teams, a big trade window. want to stay in Europe. Uh, quadrant, yes or no? I'm just going to answer every single question. No. Yeah. <laughs> no you say no one else needs to make a move? I don't really think anybody needs to make a move. I'm be honest with you. I think people are in their heads. I think unless you... I, like, unless you're a team that's a little bit lower and you just want to take a chance on somebody, and that's when you go into a old category, taking a chance on young and seeing what they can do. But, like, if like no, I don't think anybody's making change. Okay, so what's low? Like, where where would low be? Mm -hmm. Under top 10? Like, in, you in don't a have a chance rankings? to make the world championship for real. Okay. And you just want to see what a young gun can do in a split against some of the best. That's what you do. But I think every team's looking good right now. Looking good enough to where they can make some noise. And outside of V1, SSG, I think those only two teams. I don't think Optic needs to make a move. Uh, I don't think anybody else in NA needs to make a move. EU, don't think anybody really needs to make a move. You're going to get Zen on Vitality. That's all you need. Carmi not making moves. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's nobody out there right now. So you're expecting a quiet trade window. I mean, it would make sense, but. Okay. 
Uh, does everybody? Know. How's everybody else feel? I don't know. I, we always expect, we always expect a crazy transfer window, and I think we are gonna get like, I think we're gonna get a decent amount of roster moves. Just where they're coming from, I'm not sure. And I think, uh, teams outside of top five in NA, I think a lot of teams are always in win now mode. Um, so any team that's just outside of making these majors, try to make moves just so they can make these majors. I think I I don't think teams think about like the world championship until like not I I don't know I I just I think teams think about the major way too so they want to win now every single time. Yeah, teams I'm looking at are V1, SSG, and Optic only because of what happened last trade window. And those, those, uh, those, it had clearly had an impact on the split. I'm watching them. I'm not expecting much besides what we already know, but I would not be surprised if I saw Optics' name in the trade window just because of how they basically destroyed their own split by trying to make a last second move. Um, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. Chad's talking about Moist. You Moist? Know Moist? Well, haven't Moist already made a move? They just made one with Juicy. So can they make one even in this split? Yeah, they can. You could place another play. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, like, I don't know who's out there to where, like, you could just become that team. <laughs> that team. That team. Like, that to win. I'm just not seeing. I'm not seeing the talent pool right now. You got you to gotta give players time to become that next iteration, next generation. You, you can't try to force that issue. It'll come in time. But you picked up Juicy. Yeah. You see how the team goes. See how the team goes this split. You don't always have to win a world championship every single year. Not everybody can do that. That's mm-hmm. just facts and matter. That's what a lot of these teams need to start realizing. That's what a lot of these players need to start realizing. Not everybody can win a world championship. There's only going to be a few teams every year that can actually win the world championship. That's just the facts and matter. That goes with everything. That goes with life. True. I wish teams would be more patient in general in Rocket League yep. overall. Um, yeah. You know, with with rosters, I feel like, not only for the fans, but for the scene in general, a little patience would go a long way. But at the same time, I understand you know things in this game change so so fast, um, mm-hmm. and the it's so brutal. The formats can be sometimes that you know, you when you have a shot to make the worlds or, or major, you have to take you yeah, have you to go pull the trigger. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, like BDS did last year with Seiko. But when it's not right. there, when it's not there, there's no to me. There's no reason. There's no reason to you develop. Yeah, I have to agree. I think, you know, going back to the drawing board and realizing that you're all skilled and talented and kind of working on the mental reset aspect of things, you know, on the cohesion, on those types of things and becoming a team in a team game, I think is tremendously important. It's something, you know, I think FaZe have done well this split, you know, and I give a lot of credit to Roldis. You know, it's weird because he's right here, but like the, the ability to get all three of those players on the same page. All, all doing the same things, uh, communicating well, becoming more and more of a team, I think is why FaZe is elevated up to where they are right now. It's just the cohesion seems better. You know, the, the, I don't know if it's comms or, or what exactly is going on, but it just looks visually like they're all on the same page more. They're all tied together. They're all in the same mindset. And I think a lot of Rocket League is that. And trying to convince players who see roster moves happening and see talent and all this discussion, um, I can see why they get antsy and are like, oh, I want to win right now. I want I want to prove I'm the best right now. But I also think there's a lot that BDS can do, like go back and, and work on things as a team and, and approach it that way, I think is totally viable as well. 
when you get to NRG's level, it 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 kind of gets to a question mark though. It goes. That's a little bit of a long. That's time. NRG fan, and that's all it is. A little bit of a long <laughs> time. I'm just concerned. I want them to do well. <laughs> I mean, you could tell us a lot of pressure on uh, on some of the pros during these teams, uh, especially when a trade window comes around. Even in some of our dis discussions, you know, even talking about Con V one, but. Uh, what about other responsibilities as being a pro? As we look into our next segment here, should a pro's responsibilities extend outside the bounds of competition? This is something that went along the lines of a couple of tweets that were going on through the weekend. Let's go through tweet by tweet and kind of run you guys through in case you missed it. Uh, this is a take from C9 Porty. Take, pro players shouldn't be paid loads of money if they don't put effort on taking care of the, about their image. Playing the game, practicing, and winning are not the only job of a pro player. Pros also have to work on their social numbers, personal brand, and content creation. He then goes on to say, it's also incredibly harder for organizations to market them if they are never interested in being part of content, post on socials, be featured in sponsorship features, etc. Fans don't just want to see your gameplay. They have that whole connection. They want to have that whole connection outside of the game. This tweet sparked a lot of discussion where a lot of people put in their opinions. Another take is, I believe, Cavallo. Uh, if you guys have followed around, Cavallo's a part of Clover, a talent agency. He's represented a lot of people in Rocket League space. Pro players are content creating. Is it, or creating content? Is it necessary? Every pro should be creating content while they have the spotlight on them. Careers are short and content can be a good additional source of income as well as a path after competition that can keep you more secure financially. Does this mean every pro has to create content? No. The fact is teams want to win. They're going to sign the best players to give them that opportunity regardless of what they do outside of competition. JNAP's first killer, Daniel, none of these players are actively creating content yet any team will jump at the ability to sign any of them. It also not a given. It's also not a given that creating content instantly makes you successful. There are a lot of pros who dedicate time and money to streaming and YouTube and don't see meaningful growth or return. And then oh, there's more. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Skip over. We ain't doing this whole thread, bro. Okay, nah, yeah, yeah. Let's week, go. Bro. Let's nah, go to we Burns. Ain't doing this, let's go to Burns. <laughs> you can find them the Matt tweet. Matt, I'm sorry, you wrote a, a whole soliloquy. So this is Burns. Burns was, I believe, former vice president of the Org E United before they had shut down. Uh Burns. Love Burns, by the way. Shout out Burns. Um, I personally don't see professional players streaming while competing, saving some esports organizations. Just being brutally honest here. There are more pressing issues to talk about than a pro player practicing six to eight hours a day than finding time to stream for four or six hours more. I think about things like seeing organization announce a content creator, then never hearing about them again until they're released a year later. Some esport games are easier to stream and scrim. Some players just don't want to. As long as they're showing effort and fulfilling their obligations in their contract, that's all you can ask for. It's on them. I always try to find ways for players to bring value in other areas if they didn't want to stream. Maybe more interviews, maybe sponsor segments, additional engagement on social media. So as you can see, this kind of had it, it, its waves and ripples along the you know entire uh, esports world, so to speak. But let's kind of talk about it from our perspectives as well. Uh, starting... Uh, starting with roll this because your team doesn't do that stuff. They are not on the internet at all. Uh, you know, we get maybe like a tweet from FaZe Clan. I don't even know if FaZe has I'm interested to hear what this dude says. I'm interested yeah. to hear what this dude says because he's, he's been on, he's been on one side of his army for a long time. And I'm very curious to see if he conveniently switches to the other side. I really want to know. I really want to know what you have to say about this. I'm so curious. What do you right, got to well. say? 
my statement stands as I think personally, I think pros um should stream. I think they should stream their content. Okay, he did and switch. Whether... I did? No, you, you didn't. didn't. You didn't. Oh, didn't. okay. That's good. No, I told you I don't I don't switch like that. I I don't know. But I think pros should stream. Um uh coming from an ex pro myself, I think you do have the most eyes on you, the most hype. Uh you can boost your career depending on what you want to do after it, it all depends on what you have aspirations for as a player yourself i know my my three players they don't they don't stream at all right they're, they're hyper focused on how they look professionally on the game um their skill and things like that and they think streaming maybe uh like like it, it just confuses I, I i don't know what it is like you stream i i know when i stream i feel way worse on the game and maybe that's what it is for them or they they just don't want to interact with uh, with people they want to hyper focus on the game and well, not have to be um entertaining on on stream cuz that that is a lot of the stream but i know that pro players can just that like Fans just want to see you play the game. Like they don't, they don't really care. They want interaction with you, and I think the stream is a great way to interact with the fans. Um, but I do stand on. I think pros, especially when they're at the height of their career, should be streaming because it okay. just creates a new career. Out there. Well, well, yeah. I, th I think we, I think we all say that like to maximize your brand. Like, if, especially yeah. if you're a superstar pro, like you, sh like idealistically, you should stream mm. like to maximize that. That's like an option. What's what C Nine Porter is saying. It should be in the contract. Should uh, he's saying that pro players shouldn't be paid a lot of money unless they're streaming, doing the con, they're, they're streaming, they're making content and all that type of stuff. Like he's saying, the bounds of being a pro extends outside of putting in time on the game. And so, like, so, like, so that's that's the question that's on the table. That's, that's the I, question that's on the table. I don't, I don't think so. I think the orgs sign the players for to play the game at a high level and to win. I think that is what you're contracted to do. More, well, more often than not, that's what's on the contract. You're signed to represent the org in the best way possible, and that is to win at the game. So <laughs> that's what the players focus on. And if they're winning, then I mean, what else can an org ask for? You know, exactly. Uh, yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just gonna be blunt. They're they're pros, not content creators. You pay yep. them to compete on your roster. They have they owe you absolutely nothing. I'm sure, I'm sure they owe you absolutely nothing else outside that. You pay them to be the best player that they could be competitively to win you championships, to put your org out there. We have an entire show called First Touch where we talk about pros. <laughs> where we talk about pros and Rocket <laughs> yeah, we League. Do. Yeah, they're giving us content just being on the pitch, and then we're going to extrapolate that and make content from their on-the-pitch gameplay. Simple and plain. That, that's, uh, it's, it's, on, it's, on, it's on the people outside of the pros to... Try to put them in position. That's why I like what Burns was saying, where he's saying he was trying to find ways to make them comfortable, put them in areas in which they can make a little content that's not that strenuous on them. Because as long as they're putting in the time and trying to, and, and which is trying to be the best player player that they can be in their respective game, that's all you could ask for. The uh, I was confused by Porter's tweet because then you're saying fans would want to know who you are outside of the game. Yeah, I do want to know who LeBron James is outside the game. That don't mean LeBron James got to tell me, though. That don't mean, like, I'm sure I would love to know Ronaldo on a personal basis like that. <laughs> so, so, like, like I feel like I, I know Ronaldo. That'd be great, but he don't owe me that. He's a pro. That's what that, that he's a pro. He's a great, he's, they're great at what they do, and that's what makes you interested in them. Simple and plain, so. But, that's, I that, mean, that's, that's what Ronaldo I and LeBron are also content creators. 
Nah, like, low, I mean, low, I mean, low key, low key now, low, 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 low key now. But, <laughs> but they not really putting their work like that. Nah, uh, LeBron was no content creator. Base, how many sponsors did he have? Okay, no, 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 that's his, that's LeBron's brand. That's LeBron's brand. That's content creation. Yeah, Yeah, but it's not content creation for like, that's like saying like LeBron is going to do like a Lakers stream after the game Like a podcast and go talk to everybody and be like, oh yeah, guys, yeah, this is how it works. Like LeBron really don't go sit down and talk to people like that? Doing a commercial is one thing. The industry is built for him. He doesn't need to do that. He's at a, the industry's at a point where he can be sustained from outside sources wanting just to use his image, you know, to garner a better life for his family and, and make more money. It requires way less time. He's making substantial amount. He can pay most people to handle all that stuff where all he has to do is show up. Esports isn't there yet. Esports is at a stage where teams need to be marketable. Like, unless you're a content creator is or unless your org is run by a content creator it's not as easy to build a brand for orgs as it is for like pro sports um at least i'm just bringing this up for discussion i don't have like a solid so stance that, on shouldn't this that, shouldn't that fall on organization then yeah it's an organization it, I mean, not the player That's i mean it should fault. but i agree but i mean with the amount of money that the pro players are making like a first killer right he could take part of that and invest in himself doing non-strenuous content and, and have people help him do non-strenuous content that would grow his brand outside the game that would eventually return to him and, you know, in other forms, whether it be sponsors or, you know, he ends up streaming, like maybe he likes streaming later. Like I'm not Ooh. saying it should be required in the contract. I'm saying yeah, these cause... players should realize what they're not doing. Yeah, and, I think... And use the pros as an example. Like the athlete pros right you know I'm, I'm totally with you on that because i feel like versus should the the should is the word here like should they stream versus it's required for them to do mm -hmm. so and like that's that's the biggest thing i think uh i'm with you on yes they should you know you have the, the ability you have the funds and you have the support there's plenty of people out there especially in the esports world who are willing to especially if you're paying them to help you out in your content creation journey uh, in terms of orgs doing contracts, if you want somebody to go out and be there for for your team, then you sign a content creator. Like that's just that's just it. If you want somebody to make the content, get somebody who is drawing in that audience, and then you can have them connect with the team in their own way. Uh, requiring it for a pro player, look, the pro is good at the game. They're going to be good whether you sign them or not. And if you don't sign them, somebody else is going to be because they want to win the championships. And then it's up to the orgs to figure out how to market that in the best way that they can. Kids just sign up to play esports, not to be Instagram stars. And there has to be, and if you want them to be your Instagram star, you have to do that in a healthy way. Forcing them to do it in order for them to have a contract deal, no. Because if you, especially if you want that to happen, you should have the tools also to be able to help foster that as well. You, you guys need to have editors, people who can upload, doing all this other stuff, setting up the channels, creating things like that. Versus because you're just signing someone who's good at a video game because you want them on your team But you have to be able to support them in that way So I just think I just think when you're when you're signing a pro player It shouldn't be all these extra strings attached. I'm signing somebody to compete for my team and if they yeah, want to actually yes And they agree. want to do all this stuff are great. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think that it, it should go any any further than that It'd be, uh, <laughs> like Contractually, I'm Yeah, uh, yeah, like I'm signing you and that's just what a pro is I'm signing you to compete and if you want to help you, if you want to help do some org thing or something, you could add like some extra clause in the contract where you hit X amount of stuff 
uh for uh media days or something on those type of lines then you get paid uh you get a bonus or something and then see if they yeah, hit you that. get a bonus and then, but yeah. like but like if i'm signing you to compete i'm signing you to compete and that's just but that's just what a pro is this is what a pro but, does but you have to admit to you that you elevate to becoming more than a pro and a superstar by doing all of those things right like, don't you think Michael Jordan isn't just Michael Jordan, the player? He's Michael Jordan, the story, the image, the well, brand, the shoes, all of that. But he wouldn't. Yeah, be... but he didn't owe nobody that. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have to do that though. Like, like he he got there. He, he got there because to, he was it... just, he was great. And and then he decided to do it. But I think he still would be Michael Jordan. He wouldn't be Michael Jordan the shoe. But he'd be Michael Jordan the basketball player. The basketball player Michael Jordan would have still been Michael Jordan. He still would have been winning championships. He still would have been whooping everybody in the NBA. And it didn't matter. Now, all the extra stuff he did, making the shoe brand, got his commercials, he owned the Charlotte Hornets and everything in between. That's all Michael Jordan. Like, that's stuff that he took additional step to. Because he want to make sure that you know I'm Michael Jordan outside of basketball. But, 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 but like... In terms of just competing, like he didn't have to do any any of that. Like he was just great. And like for example, you take a player like like Justin, for example. It would be fantastic if Justin made more content. If Justin uh did more vlogs, if ju if Justin elevated and expanded his brand to something else. Cause then that would also help NRG. Cause NRG would be impossible because it'd be Justin, but you know Justin's part of NRG. But Justin don't owe nobody that. I mean what Justin owes NRG is I need to play at the highest level. And he's been doing that. And that's all you can ask a player. That's all you can ask a player unless you incentivize them elsewhere to go do more stuff for that. That's that's the point I'm making. Yeah. So like it's like it's a nice thing to do. And like I would do it. I think you would do it, Karma. And Raul would do it. And Damar would do it. Like if I was a pro, my goodness, I'd run the YouTube scene. It wouldn't even be close. <laughs> but uh, but like uh, like I know, but like that's something I would want to do. I, 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 I want to be more than just a pro player. But as a pro, in terms of the confines of being a pro player, all that should be expected them is you're paying them to compete, and 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 I don't think I don't know how people expand expand that. Yeah, on, I do, on maybe that it's on the orcs. Maybe the orcs I mean, should be providing more. It's yeah, the or, no, no, the orcs should definitely do more to make it easier. That, that's what Burns was saying. Yeah, I, like hire the editors for them, and yep. then the players just all you're like just save your replays. We'll figure it out for you. Maybe we'll we'll need you to commentate for five minutes here. But maybe it's on the orgs to just have stuff ready. Bring it to the pro players and have them do the minimal amount of activity they need. And then also supply the org with the content they need. But because I know that Cristiano Ronaldo isn't showing up for two hours to record a vlog. That's not happening. <laughs> he's showing up. The five cameras are ready. He shows up. They hit roll. He's there for five minutes. He's gone. They, may, they work on it for like two more <laughs> weeks. And then the commercial comes out. <laughs> so... You know, maybe the org should approach it that way. Maybe they're just I mean, needs more player support. I mean, but like, look at but, look but, at Optic though. Like, not Rocket League Optic, the other Optic. You know, that was a content machine, and they were all good at the game. Like scumping everybody. Like, they were all. But they were all they were all playing. content oriented people. Like, I think people are trying to shoehorn individuals. Those are special individuals. Scump, Nade Shot. Those are special people. Like, mm. like, 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 those are just different cats. Like, they were really great at the game in combination with they really wanted to be something special. And also, people don't talk about this enough, they weren't getting the same amount of bread that all these players were getting, the players get now. Just That's true, too. So, so like, go, go ahead, go ahead. Who's the best, who's the best team in the world? In what? Right now. In, in Rocket League. League. Yeah. Oh, uh, Carmine. 
Yeah, who's who's the most popular team in the world? Like, who's more known in Rocket League? NRG. NRG, I guess. NRG, why? <laughs> because, because, because they all big time. Because Squishy. Because they NRG, do the content. Garrett. They do, they got, exactly. They got Garrett. They got Justin. Garrett streams like once every two weeks. His stream yeah, always does well. Squishy's been uploading two's videos. Not, no offense, Squishy. I love your content. Two's videos for like seven years. He's got like two million subs. <laughs> all he does is record for well, 20 minutes, upload. And then well, yeah, Justin, I mean, that, that's he doesn't make do. anything. He's got like 300,000 subs on YouTube. He doesn't even make content. I wish you would do more, Justin. But well, like, my I mean, whole point I mean, is here, look at, look at how NRG's reputation is because of the effort they do outside of the game. And then you look at, you know, some a team like Carmine, where when you look at Carmine, they're a content creator org. They're huge, like in the Twitch directory. Oh. Yeah. Like they're 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 massive. And then when you think of players, it's like Vatira. Why? Because he's in the media the most. He's the hard carry. But then when it goes outside of Vatira, you're like, yeah, Exotic and Itachi are great players. They're great, phenomenal pros, but they don't carry the same outside weight in the scene that NRG do just because of the extra things that they're going on. So that would be like the reason I'm advocating for players to look at what NRG are doing and build for their own yourself personal brands. all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for their longevity, for their future, for their it's monetization. It's also for the game. Yeah. For, I mean, for the game, it does help as well. For the, but like I said, like, how do you, like, I think that extends beyond being a pro. You yeah, know what I think saying? it's on the orgs to bridge that's, that gap. That's on the orgs. I like, it just takes, like, Squishy's a, like, he's another one of those special individuals. He was doing all that. He was doing mm -hmm. all those type of videos, like, making montage stuff. Like, that takes a different type of cat. Now everybody want to do that. So, yeah. so, so, like, it's it's hard. You can't like force people to become it's, that that person. Like it just takes it just takes special people, and you can try to nudge them. But it's also tough they when do it, like they do it. you know athletes are athletes. They're in shape, the best shape of their lives. They're running around constantly. Whereas in video games, you know you're sitting at your desk most of the time, uh, or you're by yourself in your room, and you might not be going to the gym all the time or taking as good a care of yourself as an athlete would. Right? Like these guys are like peak physical ability so mm. when they're on camera they're probably confident yep, that might you, play a factor into it as well when you flip to an esports player they're um you know uh, you know there are extroverts. Younger. everyone's different but mm -hmm. they're younger they're less experienced they're less in the spotlight they have less interactions they're just exactly. at home on their computer most of the time so exactly. the idea yep. that they're gonna put on all these lights come on the show and just have a personality is it's a lot to ask of, of someone ask. so young yep. So, yep, exactly. There's a That's lot of I, factors that go into this outside of just gaming yep. as well that I think are factors. Yep, and I think that falls even more in the org you were talking about. Maybe more the org to like grow and develop them to the point where they can then be confident on camera. That's a great point. That's a great point. That, that is a great point. I think that's a, a good spot to also end this off as well as we only have three minutes left in the show. So... I talked too much. I'm sorry. No, it's nah, fine. We love it. Yeah, yeah we, that we, was fine. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, all right, we'll try to we'll try to run through this. Obviously, we won't be able to get to the chat bracket today, guys. So we'll probably push that to another time before the major. But uh, we'll talk Northwood real quick. We're gonna shift to CRL. Northwood took home the CRL championship again. Northwood are four-time CRL national champions and one-time world champions. Northwood did good things, guys. Um. Oh, we have time to roll this this highlight? Uh, I guess we do. Uh, this is, is the CRL Spring 2023 Championship Grand Final. It was Northwood against Akron. Uh, and yeah, it was a it was a good time, base. It was a good time. 
It was a time already. It was a time already. Right. <clears throat> yeah, right. Northwood, Northwood just proves that they ain't nobody can beat him. Nobody can beat him. Akron, I will say, Bullseye, shout out Bullseye. You had an absolutely phenomenal weekend. Of course, Buzz and Tristan, they do everything. But Bullseye being in that spotlight in that moment, he played really well the whole entire time. But Northwood, I mean, that's a good shot. I mean, I think, it's, I don't know. God, it's, just, it's just dynastic at this point. It's just why does anybody else compete? <laughs> because they're just going to keep on winning. I think I, I think I did the math. I think Northwood's up to four national titles and and one world championship. Could potentially be two world champions since they've joined CRL in 2020. Yeah, it was so many that Buddy lost count on the interview. Yeah, he didn't even know. <laughs> I guess it's just that easy. <laughs> Maybe I'm sounding bitter because I, mean, I can't do it like them. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. But, yeah, they're, they've been dominating. They built a program. And if you're a young player who wants to be out there, want to be on a Northwood-like team, start, start looking start looking, I mean, start looking at these rosters who got, got, who got the squads. Yeah. Uh, who, who, got, who got the squads, you know? So, and I mean, yeah, that, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Because you look at the bracket, those y'all don't know, this is the championship bracket. We had three teams from the East, three teams from the West. Um, you see your familiars, Northwood and Akron in the finals for the first time since 2021, I believe, which is, which is, uh, been a minute, it's January, 2021 to be exact. So the fall of 2020 season, uh, Columbia college, they were, they were the national champions. They ended up dropping, lost to Fisher, lost to Akron. They've been a roster change. Haven't been as good. So, yeah. That's what CRO is, man. Northwood National Champs again. I ain't got much to say about Northwood, man. It's keep well, it. it's good that you don't because there's no, there's no time to say anything. <laughs> we're done. Chat, thanks for joining us today. Um, I want to say we're going to skip to the intro. Though, so the things we missed today that we will hit on, don't worry about it. Uh, we were talking about where the ones land, live up to the hype. We're going to talk about Zen and ones for a bit. And then you guys are going to make a bracket. We're going to have you guys make a bracket on who you thought went to the major. What's uh, the rush? What's the rush is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're under a time slot, okay? <laughs> come back next week. Actually, don't come back next week. We have something special uh, planned for well, next week. Well, you do want to come back next week. Hello? Well, yeah, yeah. You do want to come back next week. I'm talking about for the bracket. <laughs> I was like, don't, if, if it's for the bracket. Anyway, yeah, you want to come back next week. We got something cool next week. And, we, and then we'll hit on the chat bracket and stuff, all that, before the major starts. It's going to be a lot of fun leading up to the major, so you want to stick it to me. But, of course. <laughs> you didn't read what chat said. Somebody said, who's on next? This ain't a cable channel <laughs> i'm getting sick of this <laughs> can i close out the show properly they said they said time so hold on chat we need y'all to say love give some love to karma for being an excellent exactly guest. Come exactly, on, right exactly. Yep. can we get some hard some class in the chat for karma karma, karma coming before, in balling out karma before love. we let you go karma of course i want to you know t-bates alluded to it uh you know you have your own show that you're doing uh, we want to give you the floor to be able to talk about that as well as any other other shout outs and things you want to bring attention to the floor is yours oh thank you i just wanted to just say thank you to you guys for inviting me on the show and being a part of it i'm extremely grateful um you inspired me uh, to start my own show i, I told t-base that you guys are the main catalyst that i want to start um, a post game show uh so we do a post game after rlcs um on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash karma ah so just the word karma ah for that um yeah, we've been doing it for the past year or so. 
I do it with Cronovi and Spaceman. Um, and uh, we try and be there. And uh, yeah, it's great. And I just thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. And uh, I like watching all every what's, week. So. What's the name thank of the show? So um, off the Post. There you go. I'm about to say, you didn't, you didn't say there the you name go. of it. Yeah, you say, I need a name. Oh, off, the I, off the Post. I'm, I'm horrible at advertising myself. Um, That's okay. This is the ev- all the, the evidence you need. Thank you for covering me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, of course. I'll toss up a retweet next time you guys go live as well. You know, we would want to be able to bring that over to you guys because you, I have tuned in. It's definitely a great show. Definitely worth watching. Base has been on there too. Oh, yapping. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Base and I get in some arguments. So <laughs> definitely check out Off the Post when you guys can. Be sure to follow Karma. Her ad is right there. But that being said. We are done, Zoe, for the episode today. Don't hit me with the who's coming up next. I don't know. All I do know is this has been an absolutely excellent First Touch episode. Uh, again, big shout-outs to Karma for joining on. She's absolutely incredible. Uh, be sure to uh, check her out, of course, and her show off the post. As well as, of course, keeping it locked in on First Touch because, like I said, the winter split's continuing on and things aren't sold out we may be in a little lull period but there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming on this channel as well so be sure to stay tuned next week for that uh of course thank you to psionics of course for allowing us to run this on the channel for two years now today marks two years so big love to them as well as all the staff who have supported us along the way as well we couldn't be here without you guys much love to you all as well and of course twitch chat because even though you you have some blast mistakes i love you guys so much as we do here as on first touch so we hope to see you guys next week on the next episode of First Touch. Until then, take care. Be good to each other. One, two, two, the loo. We'll see you next week.